This episode of Back in the Cool Day podcast is brought to you by Vans Sneakers. Reminisce on the sights and smells of your band's lead singer's smelly, hole-ridden Vans. We're not getting any younger. Destroy those arches even more and relive your seeing glory days with a new pair of Vans Sneakers. Use promo code GERIATRICMILLENNIAL for a free pair of Back in the Cool Day insoles with purchase. Alexa, play Freda's Fest playlist. This has all come as a really big surprise. I don't know exactly how, but I don't really care. All I know from this day on, things are going to be really amazing. And it's up to us to do it. Welcome to Back in the Cool Day Podcast, a podcast where a couple of pals that grew up in the scene together reminisce on music and memories. Everybody, how are you? I'm well. Never been better, man. I love to hear that. I always love to hear that. Who are you? So, I actually am Eric, and this is not in alphabetical order, but let's do it. Let's just go. Who's next? Who's next? I'm next. next. Uh, Adam is here, and uh, present and accounted for. Mike, get Mike, Mike is also here. Thank you, Good. Blake. Mike You're is welcome. here. I got you, bro. I know you hate going last. Mike? I'm Blake. Hey, Blake. Hi. Good to see y'all. Yeah, so yeah. on this episode today, we had Johnny Grimes, who the is legends. one of the, yeah, uh, who is putting on Furnace, or one of the promoters of Furnace Fest 2020, now 2021, because yeah, of the COVID pandemic. If you... May not have heard of that. Yes. Um, so this is uh, Furnace Fest, big three-day festival, September 24th incredible. to the 26th, uh, 2021 in Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, and this is a reunion festival, basically. It's like when yeah. a, when your favorite band does a reunion tour, but this yes. is like every one of your favorite bands doing a reunion tour. And uh, so this festival used to happen, I think the first one was in 1999, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one, I believe, was 2005, 2006. I should, should have fact-checked myself, but it was around that time. Uh, it was a very special festival that Chad Johnson, the A&R representative for Tooth & Nail, who essentially signed every band that we all love yes. in that time. He was the founder of Take Hold Records. Tooth & Nail bought them out. Um, Johnny, so yeah, big time bands that are going to be on Furnace Fest, oh Under Earth, gosh. Every Time I Die, Thursday, Taking Back Sunday, Me Without You, Further Seems Forever, Poison the Well, Kill Switch Engage, Andrew WK, who you know That's is right. a big time Back in the Cool Day, big, August Burns Red, Julie Anything, like everybody that we talk about, everybody that we love, like, I mean, it's everybody. So it's Copeland. Just, I mean, yes. literally every, I think every band we've talked about Further so Seems far. Forever. Yep, it's yep. it's gonna Just be insane. Dashboard's probably the only one, maybe. Dashboard, Norma Jean, and Jimmy at World are the only ones. Wow. So, so I, I, mean, seven I think out like eleven. Let's all uh, eight, out, eight out of eleven or whatever. We should probably know. do a roll call of like who's who's gonna be there. Uh, everybody that's gonna be there, say I, 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 maybe. Yeah, Blake, I, I, <laughs> I got him. I got to we'll convince see. Michelle, but you know. Yeah, it's been a heartbreak of a scenario. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. like I'm going. Okay, I don't know if I'm going. I'm going. 
The uh, fact that now, this was happening geez. is a big deal. Johnny Huge. talks about it, um, you know, in the interview yeah. about what a process this was. So this is a very big deal. We're very excited to have him on. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a great event for exactly what we've been talking about this you know era of music um and to reunite all these bands on a weekend is just you know awesome so yeah come yeah so check out check out the episode um and if you end up in birmingham in september let us know hit us up for sure um and we'll we can always uh we love to connect with our fans yeah <laughs> um uh, what's your friend in the, susan we'd love to connect with you yeah. uh, and uh susan, we'll see you out there and blake's yeah. brother you know we'll <laughs> if you're going let us know we'll hang we'll get a beer we'll yeah hang for sure and not call you one of our fans so <laughs> so funny unless you buy a cool. shirt <laughs> Cool. Here's, Here's the interview. Here's the interview. Cool. Um, thank you, Johnny Grimes, for coming on the podcast. Um, yeah, one of the promoters for Furnace Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very excited to have him on and uh, talk about that. So, um, in kind of the vein of the podcast of you know reliving our nostalgia in the scene and everything, I guess. Um, how did you get into the music scene? Um, kind of what's your origin story there? And uh, was there a particular like artist or song or like? Mm-hmm. musical moment that kind of like got this all started for you yeah um so well, i grew up in birmingham and in the 90s so i'm 41 but uh and so no, we are we should end the podcast no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah this guy's so old but um no so the 90s um man was just a great time for punk rock and and hardcore yeah. and and in birmingham surprisingly there was a there was a great thriving scene and so um but how i got into it um like most kids i started going to church uh because of a girl and um (laughs) and i met yeah like either because of a girl or because you want to meet a girl that's right yeah 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 Yeah. So, no, I started talking to this girl at school, and she kept inviting me to come. I, I, I didn't grow up in the church, did, really didn't know much about Jesus or anything. And so and so I was like, yeah, I'll go, and started meeting just some weird kids, you know? And I was like, <laughs> and I really like these kids. They're, they're great. It's a cool community. And, uh, and got introduced to to punk and hardcore, and um, I was proud. I was around... Uh, 14 to 15. I mean, I was a 14 year, 13 and 14 year old. I was listening to Guns N' Roses, Pantera, and, and uh, you know, Aerosmith was. I loved Aerosmith, but Metallica and, and those guys. I just was listening to all that, but never really got into hardcore or punk until I was probably about 14 to 15. Nice. That's awesome. What That's uh, awesome. what was there like a band or that really you were stoked on that was like somebody that you really rallied around early on? Yeah, so I was really into punk, and I was really into like West Coast punk. So I mean, I MXPX. Loved, yeah, I loved MXPX. Uh, those guys were great. Still making great music too, man. I their new single is amazing. Agreed. Uh, yeah, Value I, Pack. Anything like that? I listened to some Value Pack. I was really into like Fat Records and every band that was on Fat Records or Lookout. Um, and so I, I like face to face and no effects and those mm-hmm. guys. I mean, I just yeah, I I love that style of punk um, because it was uh, it was it wasn't too serious. It was fun, you know. Um, it was yep. poppy for the most part, 
And um, and so, yeah, Fat Records and like Lookout and those guys was was kind of my thing. But if if we're talking more, you know, MXPX, yeah, I liked Value Pack a pretty good bit. Uh, I was yeah. really big into Craig's Brother because oh heck yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was Craig's Brother. Yeah, Craig's Brother was great, and and it reminded me so much. I think it was Lagwagon, and so. Huh. I was like, man, these guys are really good. You know what's interesting is like those early punk tooth and nail bands, it like it eventually became that there was like these like kind of Christian knockoff versions of secular bands. Mm-hmm. But sure. like those early ones didn't feel that way. Like they were innovative. No. Yeah. yeah, you know, they like Craig's brother. Were. I mean, even a lot of I mean, especially the hardcore scene. I mean, like when you're mm-hmm. getting to like focal point and training for utopia like all those like old hardcore bands like they were innovative they weren't copying um which is really cool eventually it became more like oh if you want to listen if you like fred durst like you'll love toby (laughs) mac (laughs) i I loved going to the uh the christian bookstore or whatever and you know like you know flipping over and going if you and reading all that if you like this or you like that man and a lot of, I'll be honest with you, a lot of times I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to buy the CD because of that, you know, <laughs> yes. without even listening to it. But yeah, I, I think early on in the in the 90s, a lot of those, you know, so-called Christian bands were making some really good music. Um, I, I, I was really big into Slick Shoes, too. I love Slick Shoes. I love that fast pace that they have. Speaking and, of uh, a new album, that's really good. Their newest album is it, from start phenomenal. to finish start to finish it's so good and uh and his voice i just always have liked his voice that kind of nasally sounds even know, when man. he was 13 years old you know <laughs> still 14 years old yeah it's beautiful yeah. yeah it was but then you know there was another whole another side too i was i started really getting into hardcore and uh and i was i we was of course going to shows and i don't know man um, I was more drawn at first to the community of hardcore um, that, that you just felt at, at, at the venues and around those kids. Man, I was like, okay, I really like this this aspect of this kind of music, music genre. And and then just started really getting into it. So, like, of course, like Strong Arm, it got, got really into, like, Hate Breed at a pretty young, sure. uh, young age. And... Um, and so, but those bands were just great. And like, again, like Strong Arm, I mean, one of the most, I don't know, man, I think innovative, creative, but also influential, like yeah. spirit-filled hardcore bands. I was just like, man, these guys Gosh, are awesome. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, when we did Further Seems Forever, and we were kind of, yeah, we did The Moon Is Down as one of our albums. So and I went back and listened to Strong Arm and, you can just hear the foundations of mm-hmm. that album coming to life in a lot of Strong Arms yep. music, which was pretty cool to hear. Absolutely, um, man. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. It's so yeah. good. Um, those guys were, again, they were just, I think they were super creative, but also had that element, which was really important to me then and still is today, man. And just that overall spiritual aspect to it man and i was just mm-hmm. i was so excited to find music that i really liked that i could identify with both from a spiritual standpoint but it just didn't suck like I was right <laughs> that's it this is really good so oh my yeah. gosh those lyrics i was actually just reading through advent of a miracle like just that some song. of the lyrics a couple months ago and i was like 
like I know a lot of them just from like singing along and you know listening to that album for so long but to actually read through the lyrics and just be like it like pierces my soul no like, absolutely I have my my struggles with faith and everything but like when I yeah. when I read those lyrics I'm like oh it like brings you in like kind of you were saying the community aspect of like oh somebody else gets the like yep. the internal uh, fight that I'm fighting like for faith or whatever and yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so powerful. And and to think that was like, you know, I'm trying to do quick math, 25 years ago now, 20 yeah, 24 years ago, like Yeah. Like people were still, you know, struggling with the same questions back then as they are now and yep. and this yeah, it's just powerful. Yeah. It, it's super powerful and and one of the reasons why I identified with Strong Arm so I guess so well is because yeah, it's those those lyrics. It was poetry. It was inspirational. It was challenging. But for me, it wasn't overly like negative or hostile. So I, I love these two bands. Okay, so I'm not being mm-hmm. critical by no means. But like few left standing, and even yeah. beloved in some like like Death Traders. I mean, one of the best songs ever. You just yeah. totally jam out to it. But there, uh, and especially a few left standing. I mean, there was so much stuff that's super confrontational, like, uh, like uh, you know, with with few left standing. I think it's what yellow that they wrote that song was kind of Godfrey Youth kids from Atlanta coming uh-huh. to the shows doing all this stuff. So there was just from, like it was overly negative, and I yeah. was like, I would get <laughs> so like I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know, <laughs> I get so stressed out about it, but. Um, <laughs> You know, guys like Strong Arm and NIV was very similar to that. Everything mm, was like, yeah. against this and we're for that. And I'm like, oh yeah. man, I just like the spiritual aspect of it. I don't even know what I'm trying to work all these things out and kind of internally. So yeah. Um, yeah. I just really love Strong Arm because, man, it just kind of laid it out there. This is what we believe spiritually. This is how it helps us. This is how it moves forward. You know, this is how it get out in our lives. Yeah, the intensity was there, but it wasn't us versus them lyrics. Yep. It was like me versus me almost, or like, or like, yeah, it was this like, it was more this inner, like looking at yourself, Mm -hmm. like looking, yeah. More introspective. Yep. Yeah. And, and just more, uh, also more like, you know, spiritual is probably the best word. Just, yeah, I think so. It wasn't like, oh, like this crew in another state is pissing us off. So we write a song (laughs) about like, fight, fight. Like it's a, yeah, there's just way more depth to it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting because that's the one thing that I think we all have noticed as we listen to a lot of these bands that we've covered who do have that spiritual foundation Mm -hmm. is the music does have a positive energy about it and it makes you feel good when you listen to it. You get energized and you feel happy. Yeah. 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 And I guess, you know, especially as a young angsty teenager who was into punk and hardcore, I was always angry. So I was like, I didn't need... I didn't need, <laughs> need the any bands that I loved, you know, pitting me against other people or yeah. other, uh, because there was like, it, it, especially in in the late '90s and early 2000s, in in, in our areas in the southeast, there was some great division amongst just hardcore kids and and even punk kids over mm-hmm. over faith and then you know veganism and you know, yeah straight atheism. edge straight edge yeah. Yeah. and so you know there was just so much but. What was super cool, it's a different, get into it later, but like Chad, um, Chad Johnson, you know, my partner who put Furnace Best on originally, mm-hmm. man, he did so much for the music industry, especially in the Southeast. Gosh. He, he was putting shows on 
and he and and you would have like Blindside literally playing with Hot Water Music or like Blindside yeah. playing and at, at this at these little bitty venues. And I remember this is the interesting story. I've never really told this story, and I've never told it to Chad. I remember <laughs> I was fifteen, and um, and I cannot remember who the bands. What there was like a couple of Christian bands and a couple of secular bands. And yeah, one yeah. of the one of the bands overly secular. I know they were being super just like disrespectful and. And it yeah. was, and it, I don't know a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys of faith was kind of pissed off. We were like, man, this isn't cool. And I went to talk to Chad about it. I was like, hey, man, why, why are you allowing this to take place? What's the point in having, you know, bands like this and Christian bands play together? And man, he's just like, he, of course, he's so gracious. He's one of the most loving. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, well, for this exact reason, so that we all can co-mingle each other and get a little bit better of an understanding of who they are and what they believe and who Damn. we are. And what they believe. So he said, at the end of the day, it's about influence, Johnny. And I was just like, wow. 20 years wow. ago. Yeah. <laughs> a little over 20 years ago. But like, I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. As a 15-year-old, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. And, and what he was a like, wise thing. So wise. And I was like, wow. yeah, look, you're going to get on both sides of the spectrum, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, a band of faith or, or a secular band or a vegan band or a straight edge band. You know, they're all, you're always going to have those jerks who say inappropriate things or, or you know be disrespectful to, to one group of people but yep. man at the end of the day it was about influence and i saw really that take place in my hometown really through music and through the few venues that we had and through these kind of you know main people yeah. that were doing shows in birmingham they were just like look man For everybody sure. come together let's let's enjoy the music side of things yeah mm-hmm. and that influence i mean it's really crazy that you use the word influence like with Chad and then saying that and then like but then just even just musically how much influence Chad has had on really music as we know it today potentially like it is insane the bands that he discovered in Mm -hmm. the late 90s up until well I don't know when he stopped being the A&R guy for Tooth and Nail but it was probably 2005 2006 the bands that he signed in that time, mm-hmm. it's like everything that I listen to yeah. still to this day. Yeah. And if it's not, it's definitely a band that was influenced by those bands that he found and signed to Tooth and Nail. I mean, he's, yeah, it's really yeah. wild. And it is but really then you, wild. You listen to him on any interview and he's just like the most down to earth person and you know, just, he's just doing his thing. So, yeah. Super unassuming, down to earth, um, extremely humble. And I think that's why he was so effective. Um, plus, he had, you know he had a good eye and a good ear. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, yeah. but you know, signing like Under Oath, I saw Under Oath their first show outside of Florida. You know, was in Birmingham. <laughs> and then um, no way. I think I think I, I could be this could be wrong, but I think I remember Blindside literally playing their first show in america was birmingham oh my Cyrus gosh little bitty venue mom and dad we're going to america <laughs> and we're playing a show right. in birmingham that's right they're like where <laughs> you're not going yeah. <laughs> so yeah no he he did a, a, some i mean some amazing things um it's incredible yep and and first fest has a lot to do with that like you know he's he's told told it a thousand times like the only reason why I did Furnace Fest was to get the bands that was on my record label take hold 
uh, exposure to all these other bands. And so mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm brilliant, man. That's a good way yeah. to, because there wasn't the internet, you know, yeah. uh, back then. It did work out because then Take Hold ended up getting bought out by Tooth and Nail. Yeah. He was yeah. quotes there like that. I love that story where Chad's like, you know, like he like says a price to Tooth and Nail and really it was just the debt that he was in that he wanted to get out of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and and like it sounded like, you know, probably not a lot of money to Brandon from Tooth and Nail Records, Brandon Evil, but to Chad it was like this She's is like, like giving me a, st- a fresh start <laughs> in life. I think he was yeah. in like 130k in debt or something you said on a podcast one time. Yeah, you know, he, was, he, yeah. he had a lot of debt. We actually lived in the same hometown, so um, oh, I would wow. go hang out in his garage and uh, you know go through all of his stuff. It's like, hey man, can I keep this? Can I keep that? Can I have this? Can I have this shirt? You know, <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I was in so much debt because he literally gave everything away. So. <laughs> and, Not uh, the best businessman, maybe, but <laughs> no, heck he'll of a tell dude. you that. He'll, he'll tell you that. Not the best businessman. Typically, but, uh, the best businessmen aren't the best people. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What is it? It's really insightful to go back what you said a little bit ago about how kind of like getting those secular bands and Christian bands together and there being some mm-hmm. tension, but ultimately like giving that exposure to each other. That's yeah. interesting because I feel like we kind of experienced something similar in the scene outside of Philly. Like there were some Christian, Christian-ish Christian bands, you know, like a mixture of some Christian guys and some secular guys playing music, but. Um, I felt like there was some tension there, but to kind of like reflect on that through that lens that you of what you know he had said, uh, I think that, that that exposure is probably right because like there were guys on each side, but then you would have people in the middle that yep. like you didn't have that relationship before. So it's like yep. you know the person on this side is friends with like we had a guy named Justin, and Justin was very much like that. Like he was kind of the middleman that could get along yeah. with both people and like yeah. helped spread the community that much larger because you could have people in the middle that, um, you know, could be friendly on both sides. So then yeah. I think now we've seen a couple of dudes that, you know, we're probably on the other side that we're beefing a little bit, have reached out to us and been like, Hey, it's really cool to listen back and relive this all. And it's kind of been cool to connect with them now um, yeah. as adults. So that's really yeah, now. Yeah. That's it. We're now all adults, and like whatever we thought <laughs> right. was yeah. beef, and like, we're so so <laughs> It's like right. it makes no sense. We all just have jobs now, so but it's really <laughs> it's really doesn't matter ama- what crew we're on. It's exactly. amazing to me that like in that moment he could see that bigger picture because yeah. I felt like living it, I was so mm-hmm. you know, uh, I guess my lens was not as wide. But that's that's like I'm kind of stunned by that that comment that he made there wow that is i've never yeah i've never heard though that's amazing at 15 it it shaped me it really did i'm not just saying that because he's one of my dear friends and and a business partner at 15 it 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 really shaped the way in which i viewed the world around me because i was a very young believer i had no basis or no foundation because my parents aren't believers we didn't grow up in the church or anything like that Mm -hmm. and um i just know that i had this spiritual conversion experience and and, and it really resonated with me and again, still does. But like, I didn't have a clue because I, I mean, I didn't have a clue how that worked its way out in, in everyday life and how, how my faith works its way out. And so having guys like him, who's literally just, I mean, he's six years older than me, but mm-hmm. having significant yeah. influence in my life. And, uh, but then also these bands, like just like, mm-hmm. I mean, I really grew up listening to these bands and and uh and really like actually grew up like they helped shape the way in which i thought and saw the world and interacted with society around me it was really shaped 
through punk and hardcore. That I know that may sound really silly to a lot of people, but it, doesn't it really not to, not to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's it's one of the reasons why I still love the community, um, even in the many different uh, forms that it's taken over the past quite a few years. It's just like I still have a great affection for it, and uh, and it still has a. A, a place in my heart and so you know i'm taking my my daughters to school who's nine and six and we're we're like blaring hot water music or, <laughs> or listening to like norma Dude, caution caution is one of my favorite albums of all time oh, as well from, again from start to finish start there's to not finish. a bad song and and mm-hmm. the reason why, they're one of my favorite bands as well i love the grittiness the rawness but also lyrically, it's just like if you actually listen to the lyrics, it's not yeah. fluff, it's not filler. You can tell that these songs were written through life, hard experiences, friends, family, their community struggling, whether it be with suicide or whether it be with yeah. depression or whether it be with alcoholism. I mean, you can tell that these guys were literally writing music that came from deep within. And so it sure. really resonated with me. And plus, it's just from musically, I'm like, yeah. This stuff is solid. And then, of course, you know, the vocals. I just love that kind of raspy, raw what, voice. What pisses me off about Hot Water Music is how do you have two people in your band that have a voice like that? That's <laughs> yeah, unfair. <laughs> yeah. There should be rules against that. I'm not really for government control, but they should probably start to step in at some yeah, point. Yeah, they're like, sorry, guys. Just yeah. just too much talent. <laughs> yeah. Spread the wealth there. Yeah, Two guys that, when they're 20, sound like they're 75 and have been smoking their whole lives should not be in the same band. That's not right. fair. Right, but it was, for me, like, I mean, I love the music side of things, but I love the lyrics as well. So I yeah. was always the guy that was pulling the, you know, the oh, switch sure. out. And yeah. I was literally, re- like, reading along with the song so that yep. I could figure it out. And I just love the lyrics. And so that's why I love bands like... You know, Hot Water Music and Strong Arm, and then also like Face to Face. You know, it's one of my favorite yeah. punk of all time. Lyrically, those guys are absolutely brilliant. Trevor is one of the one of the best when it comes to writing lyrics, and uh, but then also like modern day like Defeater. Like, oh, yeah. I, I'm like from a lyrical standpoint, I listen to Defeater, and I'm like, I mean, this is this Perfection. is brilliant. Like yeah. Atheist awesome. and Foxholes, you got to just go listen to Atheist and Foxholes, and uh, there's a YouTube video that has the lyrics along with it. Just read it. That's I'm, the. That's actually the amazing. only song I've heard by them. I'm trying to remember what it is, but I remember uh, YouTubing that song specifically because somebody told me to. I'll have to. I'll have to listen to it again with your recommendation. Yeah, but yeah. I remember thinking it was dope. Yeah. It that entire album. That entire album is really amazing. Um, and their I their artwork to, is killer. They're they're great. Like I, I can't <laughs> wait to meet them and just like, dude, tell me a little bit about your you know your thinking behind this whole album because it really does kind of have that old school war World War Two feel to it, and then these deep crazy lyrics that you're like, oh my gosh, like Atheist and Foxholes. Not to sound cheesy, man. I was sitting there listening to it, reading those lyrics, and got super emotional. And I was yeah. like, oh, it happens. I sent this it to a, a buddy. Safe place, yeah. Johnny. This is a safe place <laughs> to talk about all the times you've cried to music. Almost, <laughs> almost every album we've talked about, we're like, all right, that song, that that one song, <laughs> did make us cry. A little bit. That got me. That got me. Yeah, but I mean, I got super emotional. I sent it to a buddy of mine who's a huge. Uh, he's actually a pastor in Seattle, uh, but he's like a he's a hardcore kid through and through. I was like, mm-hmm. you gotta listen to this. 
he 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 texts me back and like, oh my gosh, this thing's this is, this song's brilliant. I was like, it is. So, that's awesome. Uh, we'll have yeah, to listen awesome. to that. That's awesome. Johnny, Johnny, did you play any instruments or anything like that? Were you ever in any bands or just always just a just a big fan? I was just a big fan. I nice. tried, man. I was yeah. just like, I, I didn't have the dedication to to learning an instrument. My wife was in a punk band. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she was by far cool, way cooler than me. So. <laughs> um, but no, he, was it a band we would have heard of? No, no, no. She they just okay. played shows in Birmingham. But you know, nice. her, her like the band that she absolutely was obsessed with, and the person that she was obsessed with was Discount. I don't know if you guys have heard Discount. No, all right. So Allison Mosshart, who's in Dead Weather, and you know she's played with like dude. Yeah, Jack Jack White and those guys. Awesome, yeah. So she was the lead singer of a punk band called Discount. And they were from Florida. They toured with Hot Water. They toured with Avell. You know, they toured with all these great bands. And um, absolutely amazing. Again, lyrically, her vocals were so great. And it was just solid. And uh, and my wife absolutely loved it. So their band sounded uh, very similar to Discount. But yeah, it's it's another great band. That was one of the bands that I really tried my best to do a reunion, uh-huh. and had her on the hook, and she was like, "No, nah, I don't think we're gonna be able to make it." Uh, <laughs> I kind of know Jack White now, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Since you mentioned a couple of bands that you've had on now, why don't we? Do you want to talk about Furnace Fest? And yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to hear you know the process of organizing something like this during mm-hmm. COVID, and like um, yeah. if you can kind of like give us give us kind of the story behind how this has come together because this is really exciting yeah man um well it really started it really started like 10 years ago because chad was uh, chad had left uh yeah he left tooth and nail sorry and moved to nashville to start come and live and uh, but he was in birmingham because he has family here and um I uh, I saw him at Octane Coffee, and so we were talking, and I was like, "Hey, man, ten years later, let's do let's do Furnace Best." No and, way. And he was like, "There, there's no way, absolutely no way, I would ever do that." <laughs> and here we are. I'll, I'll hit you up that's what everybody you. says right before something great happens, yeah. right? Yeah. That's for sure. So I, uh, we, we were having coffee around 12 years, so two years later, and I was like, look, man, let's do it. And he's like, Not Johnny, there's no way. Like, And this time he was like, he was kind of getting, he was really burned out in the music scene. And, and he was like, man, I'm just not really even interested in it. And so, but then come full circle, man, we were, it was, uh, you know, let's see, it was 2018. We were chilling, hanging out, and uh and we were like, hey, man, 20 years later. And he was like, oh, man, that has a ring to it. I was like, it does. And so we started talking about it and um, and decided to pull the trigger uh, because a good friend of mine, Ryan Luther, who's one of our partners, is in Nashville, too. And he's wearing Chad out as well. They, they, <laughs> they went to church together. So every Sunday, Ryan's like, hey, yeah, Ernest Fest. And Chad, I mean, uh, Ryan was an old... Um, he, you know, he was a booking promoter, and like he had some really good relationships with all these bands, and he booked in Florida, booked in Knoxville and Nashville, and so we were just kind of we wore Chad down, and he was like, "Let's do it," and so that's kind of how it started from there, and then we just started dreaming, like, who do we, who do we want to be a part of this? And of course, it was like, you know, the the like one of the main bands was 
Stretch Armstrong. We're like, can't have a fest, can't have Furnace Fest without Stretch Armstrong. Can't have Furnace Fest without Beloved. Strong Arm, started naming all these bands. And so we just started making a list. And then um, we were talking, you know, we got some good advice from some other promoters, some really big festival promoters. And they're like, man, you guys need to, you need to find somebody that has some experience in putting on festivals. And so that's when we contacted Mike Zinger, you know, out of Dallas. Great guy. He's with um, um, Third String Productions. And so they do So What Music Festival in Dallas. And and, um, and we brought him on as a partner as well. And so at that point in time, it was it was close to the end of 2018. So we then we, so we formed the team, and then at that point we were like unstoppable. So it's just awesome. like let's do Dude, this. That was my next question. Was like was this way more than you had ever anticipated? Which COVID aside, I mean yeah. that's an obvious like that's just a crap storm, but. Mm-hmm. Um, that must be your secret, your secret weapon there. I didn't realize that there's somebody else involved there that that has. Uh, I mean, Chad has festival experience, obviously, because he started. <laughs> but this is like whole yeah. new level, like yeah, it's adults level. coming, adults yeah. like taking off time from work to come <laughs> to a festival, kind of festival. You know, this isn't yeah. just like, all right, we're doing this festival. Everybody show up, and we'll kind of figure it out. Like this is like next level. And that was yeah. Chad's approach to the first few years of Furnace Fest. Just show up, like you know. Uh, he's told this story many times, but like he hired a security company, and um, yeah, yeah, I heard this. And uh, they all show up, and it's like a bunch of old people and like this old lady <laughs> who literally had a heat stroke in the oh, middle. No. Of it. So they had to take her to the hospital in an ambulance. In an ambulance, and so oh no. At some point in time, I think that there were either some biker guys or like some straight edge kids working security. And I'm thinking like, this is a bad idea. This is a really bad idea. And so I don't know if Chad's got too much festival experience, even though he put on one of the best festivals I ever went to. Um, Yep. Yeah. Bringing Mike on was key in helping kind of like, I guess, put together that solid team. And then we just started dreaming. It's like, all right, what are your top... 20 bands that you want to see and we literally was just like okay let's just get all the bands that we want to see and, and you um, got all of them. yeah you know what <laughs> you got so, all of them. that's like the crazy thing that nostalgia like nostalgia is a very powerful tool it's not for our podcast it hasn't been working out as you know as well as we'd like but <laughs> no just kidding yeah. um but nostalgia is a very powerful thing like you you get a couple of those names that mm-hmm. everybody would literally do anything to see that band play again yeah. beloved being that band yeah. for a lot of people um i mean several other bands on the on the ticket mm-hmm. that's i mean that's everything i mean yeah, it, people are willing to spend whatever to go see oh, that yeah. show so especially <laughs> coming out of like the last year and a half that we've been in it's just right like, oh, well man, now we're yeah get, we're ready to get back at it you know so yeah. and you know an what's awesome... amazing is at first it was a big pitfall you know it was awful like covid COVID pushed everything back you've had to cancel or or uh, postpone two times now right which is a freaking disaster just logistically and now people are freaking ready yeah Yeah. like it's gonna be it's a perfect storm much better yeah and so it's it was it's been crazy absolutely crazy um 
it's been super neat though like we thought we literally thought that okay let's just do a small festival 3000 people and let's just sell it out we're not going to make any money nothing like that we're going if we do make money we're going to give it all to charity and then we started planning this thing and we were like <laughs> wait this may be a massive oh, thing <laughs> and it really did so like even when we launched we when we made it public uh in january of 2020 when we we launched with one band it was beloved and um and we went our tickets and i went, bought a ticket <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you got through because like within within like seven to 13 minutes not only did our website crash oh no but PayPal freaked out and thought that like uh, clearly this is a scam or something. Mm, yeah. So they were, but they were, and so they, they totally like I don't know why they were, and they, we still didn't have a great answer from them. They would accept their payments, but then turn around and refund their money. That's what happened to me. Exactly <laughs> what happened. Crazy. To me. Yeah. And so like it literally took people like seven to ten business days to get that money back. Oh, man. And um, and so a lot of people were like, I can't buy another ticket, you know. And so once we got the website back up, and we our fresh ticks was our ticket provider, but we weren't using them to process credit cards because I'm the business guy, and I'm like, no, your interest rate's a little bit too much. We're going to go with PayPal. <laughs> and so, but Jamie Gordon, who's a dear friend of mine, we grew up going to hardcore shows together. Works for Fresh Ticks. I called him. I was like, we're, we're massive trouble here. Like, what is going on? He was like. Look, I can literally, in a push of a button, I can switch you to our our credit card platform, and we can just kind of go. And so we did. After 17 minutes, we switched from PayPal. Oh wow! And 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Yeah, I got that email. I got that email. Wow! I was like, I don't want my money back if that means that I'm not like going to get my ticket. Like, just keep my money. I don't care how long it takes. (laughs) Well, we thought we were just going to sell 3,000 tickets. Exactly. You know, the shed stage is kind of that historical like nostalgic stage that's where all the bands really played there were a couple other stages out by the pond and you'll guys see that when you come but we were like all right we can get about three thousand people in this area so that's what we're going to kind of sell out at and like the first um like just the first hour we're like yeah this is like this is (laughs) we need the furnace we need the furnace yeah we need the entire grounds out here (laughs) book the furnace that's so cool so it blew up, man. It blew up. I was, uh, me and my brother were literally like refreshing, like waiting <laughs> until like the minute that it was live. We bought tickets and then all of a sudden I got refunded. <laughs> I was like, what just happened? Did I just not get a ticket? I'm not, I'm not going. I was yeah. so, but then I was like, you know what? They're going to make it right. <laughs> we're going to figure it I out. Just like, and what's, yeah. what's crazy too about that, and, and even all the way up until this very moment, we're four guys with four full-time jobs. Yep. We're not some big production company. We're not these big promoters. We're four guys who are literally passionate about this. So literally everything, every email, every message, it all comes through us. And like, so while I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm looking for emails and trying to respond to people. We were, <laughs> we, when we had to postpone and refund people's money, you know, because of COVID, we were ha- like some people didn't have the means to take a refund through like PayPal or whatever. 
I was literally handwriting checks and wow. mailing it to them. Wow. So like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. But what is awesome is like, yeah, it's just us. We're trying to do something super special. And literally the entire team is devoted to make sure that experience is amazing for every single person that comes. That's awesome. We've, we've said from day one, the music is so important. But the most important thing is the community and creating this special moment for everybody to come back together. Because we're going to see people that we haven't seen in 20 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. We, we want to create an event where people will come and they won't ever forget it. For yeah. sure. That's you, awesome. I mean, there's there's no way that's not going to happen. So that's I think so, a man. beautiful thing. I think so. That's really cool. And, yeah. and like we were saying before we started recording, like Ashley uh, DeBella? De DeBella? De like people like her, just like... Yeah owning community i mean she's like single-handedly kind of uh made this large community i I just saw today on facebook she posted something that like there was all these people that came to st petersburg last week i didn't i didn't know about it i should have i guess i'm not active enough (laughs) but there's tons of people that came to st petersburg just to like hang out because of furniture sixth or seventh meetup they've done they've done a meetup in texas they've done a meetup in the carolinas wow. they've done a meetup in chicago and birmingham yeah they're I doing these meetups. They're, which is so funny because of the the facebook uh furnace fest unofficial group we unofficial had to, right <laughs> we had to get them to put unofficial on because in the beginning there was some, some really weird stuff happening <laughs> yeah, so yeah i was like ashley like you got to put unofficial people think this is us yeah and yeah so, so she did but <laughs> Uh, there were people that met through that group, and it got married last no weekend. Way. That's crazy. Got married because they met <laughs> through that Facebook amazing. group. Amazing. The festival that's awesome, hasn't man. even happened I, yet. I know. I know. That's amazing. So we're just bringing people. But together. Oh, but they yeah, can't dude. make it because she has together. a she has a baby shower to go to that weekend. <laughs> yeah, they can't exactly. make it first. So it's just yeah. <laughs> that's oh awesome. man. It, oh my god. I know. How cool is that though? I'm gonna hand write him a check. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm a, one of my favorite things in life, like, and I haven't done it in a long time, was promoting shows and mm-hmm. and just I always wanted to bring people together, like, like I would do this thing when I was like 19, probably like 17 to 20, I would do this thing where I'd literally send a ma- mass text out in my phone, inviting everybody to my house, and none of like <laughs> most of those people didn't know each other, yeah. and just all these random people would show up, and there's more to those stories, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at its at its core, like it was just I just loved seeing people meet and like yep. bring people together, and uh, yeah, I remember like a specific one, like four different of my friends groups came together at my parents' house. I think they were out of town for something, and it was just like it was kind of a disaster, like in most people's perspective. But to me, it was like oh, like those two people are talking. I always thought they would get along, you know. Yeah. And like this is that on like the most macro level. Like we all yeah. have this one thing in common. Yeah. You have that going for you. I didn't have this with my house parties, <laughs> but you have this one thing in common where everybody's coming together to like, and something that's incredibly important to everybody. Like yep, for sure. I mean, even beloved further suits forever like all these bands like they're very important to me mm-hmm. and yep. i get to go hang out with a bunch of people that feel the same way about it and they yeah. all live their lives normally completely separate from my life but we're all going to come together in that moment yeah. yeah it's just it's a it's powerful there's not many times in i can't think of any other time in life that you get to do that maybe church on sundays but yeah, yeah. that has no. its own issues you know sure. it is a, it is <laughs> amazing <laughs> it is amazing to me 
that how many of these bands that I listened to when I was in like high school and early college are still together? Yeah. How yeah. many how many of these bands did you have to like convince to get back together and like what what was yeah, that what was like that process for the ones like, that you yeah. did? Yeah, you know, thank yeah, thankfully we you know, we had um I mean, Chad's just you know, he's he's amazing and so Chad's um, the reason a lot of these bands like our friends no still probably yeah like yeah, he, there's no doubt he's he, in, in a lot of ways he's the glue that has, has kept a lot of things happening and and um, and so you know with Stretch you know he was just you know talking to him really on a, like a, a weekly basis and then of course we were pinging on Ryan and I were pinging on left and right <laughs> too because Ryan and I were huge Stretch Armstrong fans like they were they, again they were like they're in my top five along with Hot Water Music and um in face to face and so yes I, I was the one that got face to face in hot water <laughs> you know they're like why are we getting face to face i was like i want as many punk bands as we can and literally got turned down by so many punk bands i was so devastated by it but uh <laughs> yeah but you got the ones that mattered got the ones yeah. that matter but um he you know chad just you know counseled with these folks like hey you know and and, and shared the vision behind it said so this is really what we're trying to create and it can be very special and so and a lot of them That's really it. bought into it so like the stretch guys were like yeah we're in and uh it's funny because scott and i've gotten to know each other just through facebook and talking and and that stuff and so he was just like man it's awesome because my kids have never seen me play isn't right. that insane wow. to us that's, that's all he insane. is yeah and, and is so, scott the singer no, no no um well yeah i think scott is the singer but scott the uh he's the guitar player. the guitar singer okay yeah yeah, yeah. and so um so it's super right. cool because so it's just like um you know they're all coming their whole families are coming and so it's just super cool yeah um, yeah we see a good opportunity to do this so they're all working out you know and and trying to get in oh show. yeah <laughs> to be able to be, be able to hot, play hot, it's gonna be hot minutes. birmingham baby that shirt's coming yes, off it is. Believe that. Uh, that's yeah. it that's yeah. funny i actually i was on tour in probably like 2000 i want to say like 2005 2006 and i spent a night hanging out with the singer i don't even remember his name was stretch armstrong I had no idea who he was the entire night. He'd never mentioned anything about it. He was just, he promoted the show that we were playing in South Carolina. Yeah. And I was like, man, that guy was so cool. Like at the end of the night and the guy was like, oh yeah, he was in a band called uh, Stretch Armstrong. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I like that band. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're great. And, and it really goes back to what we were talking about earlier. That was one of the bands that really, um, had that appeal it's positive so positive lyrics and had that uh, cross appeal from like uh, you know Christian scene to to uh, to secular they they really had a this really cool uh, influence and kind of had their foot in both scenes and so and they were always super positive so it was it was great man I, I, I was I was so glad that they were able to to make this thing happen. Gonna be so Speaking. good. I don't. I don't want to see what happens when they play on the record or for the record. Oh yeah, that'd be That's crazy. It. It's gonna be it blood absolutely. Be cr- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Speaking of uh, speaking of super positive, there is one. Uh, there's one artist that there's a there's a very. Uh, I mean, there's a million artists that are, are very that we have a strong affinity towards. But Blake and I mm. actually had a radio show in college. <laughs> yes. And uh, it was called. Um, Party Hard was Party the name Hard. of the radio show, and it, it, we started oh, nice. it off with Andrew WK, 
and uh, it was a complete That's mess. Right. It was a disaster. Yeah. Um, I was also but there. like, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of super positive, I saw him on there, and I was like, oh my gosh, everyone, everyone is. I know. There. Yeah, I mean, of course, he's in the top five. Like, he has to come. Yes. Um, I cannot back. believe that you got him. Yeah. They got I, everyone. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm looking at it again, <laughs> and I'm just getting excited I about know. it again because it's like every day there's like it's just packed with every. And I, it's insane. It, yeah, it's insane. But, this is awesome. I, uh, you know, Andrew WK. I, I'm not surprised he he agreed to come because he was given an interview. I can't remember if it was with Rolling Stone or somewhere, but it was a pretty big publication. Quite a few years later. And, uh, and he said one of the most defining moments in his career was playing Furnace no Fest. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Which at is Furnace awesome. Fest was, was when it started. Everything started at Furnace Fest with people jumping on stage yep. and, like, having this crazy moment with, with Andrew. That started at Furnace Fest. And so now That's it's awesome. like a thing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it has Dude. been for with him. If kids, if anybody listening, if you want to get into a good career, chiropractic. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you can get that doctorate degree before October, like you're oh, gonna yeah. be, you're gonna be in good shape. Yeah, we're um, we're That's... we're trying to get a um, a Hydro Life uh, sponsorship. So those people that will come in and, and give you the IV, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. give you fluids to keep you hydrated. Yeah, we're gonna, I was gonna say, it. you know, oh my god, yeah. there's gonna be a bunch trailers. of like. 30, 40 year olds trying to mosh again like we used to, and Insane. like, like people with you know ACL surgeons, oh like God. you know yeah. knee surgeons, like chiropractic, yep. they're gonna be you know. I keep telling myself up. every day, I'm like, okay, Johnny, don't, don't overreact, don't act stupid, don't jump <laughs> yeah. out. Like, but be a just, promoter, I'm, be cool. I know, I know, I, know, I, I will. And do I, what you, you gotta do, man. Do now, did you mosh do. back in the day? Were you were, were you thrown down? Yeah, it was dumb. I get excited. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved How it. hard did? How hard did you go? We're pretty hard. I mean, I'm a little bitty guy, so like, um, so I knew that yeah, I couldn't go out there half ass. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> right, 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 right. Those were the toughest I'm, dudes, man. Always. Yeah. yeah I was like, go. I'm gonna tear it up. Like, I gotta make sure these guys know. Like, um, so, but no, I love it. Keep your my, keep your uh, space. My windmill needs to be at least high enough to get somebody that's six foot two. It's gotta be, or else they're right. never gonna respect me. We'll tell you this: this is one of the stupidest yet funny things. Like my, one of my best friends I met because he punched me in the face. There you go. Uh, at a at a of concert course, one of night. Of course, that's how that's how all great relationships start, man. That's it. Now we're like total, but like we just love oh, each other, awesome. man. Still to this day. Yeah. That's know, amazing. That's, I can't wait. At least there's one good story that came out of that because. <laughs> Oh, and you know what concert it was? Clank. Do you guys remember the band Clank? I remember. I don't. I can't say. It I sounds was like familiar, a big, but I, I was like listen. Oh, to I wasn't a fan that. at all. But like, uh, okay, <laughs> there were this weird industrial. It's kind of like it was just really weird, and I know they were believers, um, and it was at this uh, venue called. Um, the Crush Warehouse, mm-hmm. and so it's where all the Christian bands came and played that they weren't playing Slacker at Chaz's venue, but yeah, Clank. Clank. You gotta check okay. that out. It was oh weird. yeah. Got some great recos from but it was some awesome. really weird stuff. It was, uh, it was one of those things, you know, for us, it was like, it didn't matter who was playing. We yeah. went. 
Like, yeah. oh, there's a show. a show at Crush. There's yep. a show at Slacker 66. I've got my five bucks and two cans of food. We're going. Right. It doesn't matter because it's really about just hanging out. So yep. I remember being yep. so conflicted, like wanting to go do something like on a Friday or Saturday night and being like, ah, oh, but I hate that band. I'm like yep. still going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we like, went. We absolutely went. That's awesome. My first, my first concert ever was in 1995, but Christian hardcore concert. It was 1995. And wow. it was P.O.D. Oh, there you go. Yeah. P.O.D. Dude, we're talking about the South Town, man. We can talk about the yeah, South Town for sure. The South Town Brown, man. Dude, South Town slapped. That <laughs> was a banger, like, dude. Like, Sonny had dreadlocks. They were like this oh, long. Oh, yeah. They were so dude, short. I, I they weren't listen... even that long yet. They uh, weren't even that were long yet. I used to listen to South Town before my track meets. <laughs> like... Oh, dude, man. Hype? It's a great, it's a great album. It's funny though. I snuck on their bus. This was years later when they got huge. Um, I snuck on their tour bus, and um, they literally like Sonny comes walking out of the back, and he gives me one of these. He goes, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! I, the door was open." Yeah. <laughs> Your merch guy said it was cool. <laughs> yeah. He was like, hey, man. And I was like, hey, I'm Johnny. He's like, I'm Sonny. You know, what's going on? And like, literally spent five minutes talking to him. And I'm like, this guy probably wants to remove me by four. Like, <laughs> super cool about it. But it was funny. Like, it, I kind of shocked him. That's awesome. I have heard nothing but good stories about Sonny. He sounds, I've never met him, but he sounds like the nicest person. The five minutes I spent with him. <laughs> yeah. awesome. That he didn't request. Yeah, dude, yeah. did you try? Sonny, did if you you're even... listening? You gotta, you gotta sign up for first. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or, or better yet, come on the podcast. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Better yet, come on, come on the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. More importantly, it would have been. Yeah, cool. I saw um, them live tons of times. Yeah, it was amazing. Me too. I saw them. I saw them a good bit. Yeah, they put on a great show, man. I was gonna say, did you ever go to Cornerstone, Johnny? I didn't. Um, okay. I had a bunch of friends that that went. Um, but I, I never went. I was just kind of a broke teenager yeah. who. Again, <laughs> oh, it was it was tough to get. My mom drove me to Cornerstone twice, and yeah. my brother. But I mean, that's that's an unheard of story. Yeah. She's just the yeah. best. But well, again, you know, too, my my upbringing and my background, you know, wasn't any type. There was there was no religious, you know, whatever. And so right, right. Like, getting money and driving to Illinois or wherever it was <laughs> like my parents would be like what no you're not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. so yeah but uh, we I had a bunch of friends who would always go and come back and talk about it so. oh, well I'm <laughs> sorry for bringing it up that's <laughs> no, okay look I, man, wasn't I, watched, <laughs> I watched all the videos yeah. <laughs> okay, one of the bands uh, that I'm ex- especially excited about um, as Philly Dudes Me Without You is oh, yeah. one, uh, one of our favorite bands we've talked about them we did an episode amazing um, so oh, that'll be a really the, cool. I almost didn't get them. So oh, really, well, because they were going to be broken up by the time the Furnace Fest That's happened. Right. But yeah. well, even their final farewell it. tour, they were like, "We're going to be on the other side of the country," mm-hmm. and um, and so it almost didn't happen. But actually, COVID helped us in that in that mm-hmm. way. Yep. And we were able to get those oh, guys. Awesome. So that's going to be an absolutely epic, epic show. Set. Epic show. Uh, I mean, I I wonder if they're gonna like maybe announce that that's their last show. I don't know. We'll see. That'd yeah, kinda, maybe that'd be kind of crazy. Now, did that happen for a bunch of different bands? Because like I guess tours canceled all over the place. So is this kind of like that first kind of like target to get back out there after this ends? Yeah, it was um, for quite a few bands. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get like Newfound Glory already had 
a tour with uh, Simple Plan. And they're gonna My go man, to you cancel that tour and you <laughs> go to Furnace <laughs> Fest. Chad, like, well, if you don't, Chad's like, oh, Chad. Like we we like we even like we'll fly out for a day. Like we'll figure yeah, this yeah, out. Yeah, we'll yeah, make yeah, it happen. Yeah, yeah. Logistics, just, we can handle that. We figured yeah, out quite yeah. a bit of logistics. Um and so and then Avail. Avail's one of again, like it's just a band that I absolutely love and they were just like, We're not doing anything, you know, mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one. I understand. Uh, I yeah. know guys are not not necessarily in the best health and so they're, they're very cautious which is which is yeah, fine but sure. but then some we were able we were able to get like taking back sunday and mm-hmm. um through covid we were like you know what let's go big or go home let's add a third main stage yep. Yep. and let's go after the kill switching gates of taking back sundays and, yeah. and, and I august burns red i'm excited for august burns red yeah get dude, up kids juliana theory i mean like we, we were just talking about Copeland every band. a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Like, all over the place. Um, yeah. We did Thursday last week. I mean, like, every ba- every band that we've covered on this is pretty much playing the show. So. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, yeah I uh, I would love if you could talk Howard into showing up to Furnace Fest and well, his band Kill Switch Engage. What's that? His band playing. Oh, that means he's going to sing a song with Kill Switch. So that's all right. Uh, all right. Well, I, 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 it pro- that we haven't been told, but I don't see why. It oh, I know. It's not official. <laughs> it's going to happen. This is the Josh. This is uh, the uh, Josh Scoggin thing. Where like he's not going to do it if you ask him to do it. But if yeah. it happens, so don't yeah. ask Howard to show up on stage. Just no, don't ruin this for us, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no way. But uh, I, I think. Uh, you know, I mean, his band's playing, so I think that it will... What's his band? I didn't even know he had a band. What is it, Life? Yep, that's it. Howard <laughs> that, Jones it. Yeah. is in Light the Torch. <laughs> Light the Torch. I'm going to have to listen to that. Oh, he's he's so good. I've I've, I've jammed it a few times, and it, 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 you know, you can tell it's Howard, and it and it has that Kill Switch Engage feel to it, so it's 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 really good stuff. That's awesome. That's killer. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, yeah, I can't even... I, yeah, I can't even wait. This is this is just gonna be insane. Yeah. I mean, you guys have put together literally the greatest yeah, festival this is to ever happen. Yeah. Like Mineral um, is playing. I, I didn't even remember. Yeah. I'm like I need I should have brought this up earlier, but I probably would have talked too much. But like freaking <laughs> Narcissus. I saw Narcissus so many times when I was younger. I don't know why, but I yeah. did, and I loved yeah. them. Oh man. I was like 10 so years good. old. <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, let me give you a band that you guys you can't miss their set. Yeah. Okay. Please. Yes, yes, please. End. You got to watch End. I, I've said it from day oh, one. Oh, they are I think, sick. I think these guys are probably going to put on a a, a a set that rivals like Dillinger in 2002 when they almost burnt the place down. Nice. So you got the good insurance. You got the good insurance. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, just, good, good. we got that premium but, today. Oh, <laughs> So for those out there, end is on day one, on so you gotta day. be yeah, there for it. I want to know how much that premium is. Is that something you can say? <laughs> uh, probably not, but it's a, justify the not ticket while we're recording. But uh, yeah, okay. but yeah, it's expensive. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, end. I, I can't wait to see those guys. Oh I mean, God. it is just this is awesome. It's they it's gonna be super heavy, That's and awesome. uh, and they, and those guys those guys throw down. So and um, like Cove from uh, Seosin's with scary kids scaring kids right mm-hmm. is he mm-hmm. is he doing that tour that's awesome i mm-hmm. i i uh, used to know him pretty good he's a good dude 
Yeah, that was a band that I just found out through Furnace Fest. I'd never really listened to those guys. I've actually never listened to them before. I, yeah. Yeah, I knew that he, he posts on his Instagram that he plays with them. Life in Your Way is one of my best friend's favorite bands. Cool. Um, I didn't even know they were playing, honestly. I love Every Time I Die is on here. Um, yeah. Poison the Well. Poison the Well. I was going to say Poison the Well. Misery Singles. Darkest Hour. Like, this is just... Can we just... Let's just name it. It'll be like... Somebody just say it like it's like a memorial. Or just like say it. And then pause. And then say the next one. And then pause. Well, well, let's do this. Because we want to be respectful of Johnny's time. And we appreciate him being on here. um, Why don't you give us, like, everybody, another band that you're super excited about. What you're looking forward to. And then kind of... um, you know, give a last little, um, you know, explanation or pitch or whatever about Furnace Fest to get people stoked on it. Yeah, man. Um, I can't give you just one. Band, okay, gig. So yeah, yeah. As yeah. many as you want, then. Let me let me give you a few from each day. Sure. But um, but of course, like you know, day day one Friday, the Defeater is definitely up there. Um, I want to see from a nostalgic standpoint. I want to see if you left standing. Yeah. Mm. Um, and. Uh, Jeez, like with honor. I love yes. with honor. I love Zayo. So, yes. you know, and Thursday. I'm a huge oh, yeah. Thursday fan. Thursday. Thursday. Sure. We just did their album last yep. week, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. More all the time. Zayo, more all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. One one other band for Friday, though. Have you guys ever listened to Luxury? I have not. Yes. I, I checked them out just because everybody's been talking about them. They're awesome. Yeah. Their story is insane. There's a documentary. And I had to have a code to get to it. I think it was on on YouTube um, about their story. So they were like this, they were blowing up and literally about that. They played at Cornerstone, was about to sign the tooth and nail, left and was in this terrible car wreck. Wow. Literally oh, no. terrible car wreck mm. um, and is severely injured. They were out for, I mean, they were in the hospital for months. It was that type of deal. Oh and um, and now I think two or three of them are Orthodox priests. Oh wow! And so um, and they're all over the country, and they literally just come together once a year or so and make music, That's record awesome. albums, and they put them out. And of course, they blow up. But uh, their story's really cool. I'm excited to see them. I was never a luxury fan, like uh, back because that was it wasn't hard enough for me, which is silly. Mm-hmm. But um, right. but watching the documentary yeah. and listening to them now, I'm like, I can't wait to watch nice. those guys on Friday. That's awesome. So that's um, so cool. It's their first show in 15 years Whoa. too. So. Yo, there you go. That, yeah, they're gonna be good. Show. That's they're a lot of energy. Like lot. the the battery is full yeah, on that so. one. Absolutely. And so, um, but you know, Saturday, Take Him Back Sunday, of course, course, is always puts on a great show. Beloved is, is, oh God, I can't. I mean, that's end of the world crap right there. (laughs) Beloved is playing a show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Poison the Well, Stretch Me Without You are just like, you know. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. and further absolutely my mind will blow. Um, yeah, I hope Jason Gleason's gonna be there too. He is. They are doing the house how to start a fire lineup. That's awesome. Oh, man. Day yeah, three. So day day three, three. Kill switch. because um, I haven't seen those guys live. Um, I don't listen to them a lot. I, I do like their music, but uh, I haven't seen them live, so I definitely want to see those guys. Yeah, I'll be good. As friends rust. Uh, I'm really excited to see those. One that, like, I may be one of five people that are super stoked to see this band, but Bad Cop, Bad Cop. I don't know them. 
All right, it's an all-girl punk band that's on Fat Records. Sick. So they're there like they're like the girl version of No Effects. Oh, so, okay. Very cool. Super, super cool. fun. Um, and so they're really, really good. Boy Sets Fire. I yes. mean, like. I love Boy Sets Fire. I love Boy Sets Fire. Can't, can't wait. Come back, kid. Hot Water Music. Hot Water. There they are. And Face uh. to Face. So. Showbread too. I I kind of forgot uh, they're playing. I I'm funny. stoked yeah. to see them. We used to do some shows with Chris them Green's years Red. ago. Never been a fan. Try to listen to them. Showbread. <laughs> I know those guys are great guys. I'm not. Yeah. Crazy. You either get yeah. it or you don't. I get it. I, I don't get it. But Chad hoping, loves those. We guys. saw Piebald at right them. before Dashboard. Oh, that's right. I don't know. That was the that's last. Right. That was the last show that Piebald. we saw. It was right before we were talking about this earlier. That right before COVID hit, like we saw Dashboard like 10 minutes in Denver. Before COVID hit. And then, like, With the Pie next Ball? week, exactly, and Piebald yep. opened for Dashboard, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so uh, Counterparts and Not Loose, too, on Sunday. Those Counterparts and Not Loose. I Heck, yeah. I actually played them. a show with Counterparts years ago. Those guys, that's the only time I've ever heard them, but they were freaking awesome. Yeah. I remember so wishing good. I was in that band when I was, when I was playing <laughs> with them. They were so good and then of course i just want to see not loose because i haven't i haven't seen those guys live before so plus their music's fantastic i love that guy's voice yeah Yeah. he brings this different element to hardcore and of course one of the reasons why i like them so much is because they are pretty young of course they're young guys but they they know everything about hardcore and they have a great Mm. affection for like hardcore the past and so you know these guys are wearing like mad ball and terror you know it's a very vintage name it It sounds like something that would have happened in the 90s but you couldn't get away with it now yeah Yeah. that's cool so i haven't heard of like the judas cradle um so they were a band from birmingham oh nice oh okay oh cool judas cradle was a couple of them for birmingham they're in nashville now love is red is from florence love is red kind of i mean they they toured with some big bands nice Uh, so yeah they've got that birmingham connection meadows is a birmingham band and they're really good you guys check those guys i love that you guys are incorporating that yeah that's awesome yeah are you an august are you an august burns red guy uh, I do like them. I mean, I don't jam it much, but like it, when it's on, I'm I'm rocking out. Yeah, they're, <laughs> when it's they're, on, it's on. They're yeah. Pennsylvania guys, so yeah. yeah, we know, you know, we've seen. We've them crossed paths. Yeah. We've them. crossed paths. Yeah, yeah. we're concert. cool. We cross paths. Oh yeah, we know. Matt. Play some shows, yeah, yeah. you know, cross paths, yeah. all yeah. that kind of stuff. So that's awesome. <laughs> so where can like if people want to learn more about Furnace Fest, where can they find that information? Well, um, I, I think. Of course, the website. Um, we've got everything there, um, but uh, Facebook and Instagram are kind of our two main platforms that we use to push information out. Okay, cool. And so, yeah, those those three areas you can absolutely find pretty much anything. And if not, then just drop a question in that Facebook group and answer <laughs> in thirty five seconds. Like now, can people yeah. can people still get tickets? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't made it public yet, um, but. It's it will sell out and it'll sell out sooner than, yeah. than later. Sure. So. Right, cool. Yeah. Oh, it will for sure. Very cool. Yeah. And if it doesn't, something's wrong with the world. <laughs> way way deeper than COVID. I'm just doing math, and so um, yeah, you know, on ticket sales daily, and uh, it'll it, it'll sell out soon. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. creeping up. Uh, I'm uh, I'm checking out the merch here. This uh, 21 years later long sleeve is oh, awesome. <laughs> I, know. I, I was I was emailing our our merch company the other day. I was like, 
why haven't we gotten our merch yet? Like all these people are posting pictures and like we haven't gotten the merch yet. And so he's like, it's coming, it's coming. I'm sorry. Dude, like, that long sleeve is hard. Yeah, man. dude. That long, that long sleeve. And what's cool about the merch is like we, the, the first, you know, uh, the first releases, we wanted to be this kind of throwback to like 90s, early 2000 hardcore apparel. That's it. But we're going to, like, in the next coming weeks, we're going to start releasing different, like, shirts and hoodies and zip-ups and Big stuff and, uh, and kind of bring it into the future. And so there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff on there. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. That's so good. I just bought my uh, my first band hoodie in, like, probably 15 <laughs> years. Nice. A friend's band toured through through St. Petersburg last week and I bought their hoodie Sick. and I was like, man, this feels weird. I haven't done <laughs> yeah. this in a long time. Well, I bought the uh, I bought the stretch hoodie when they were raising funds for nice. charity um, yeah. up, in, uh, up in South Carolina. So I bought that one and um, and it was a, it's a champion. It's great quality. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, That's awesome. Well, Johnny, well, Johnny, you know, like I, like I said, I want to be respectful of your time. It's been super, super awesome having you on. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, man. I've yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to have you back on another time to talk about, you know, one of, one of your favorite bands and, and dive into that one of the albums at some point. Okay. But sure. my last question for you is I did, I, I got to be honest, I was poking around when, when Blake told us you were coming on. I was poking around on the, on the Instagrams. And I saw. Just hired a public investigator. Yeah, hired a star <laughs> player. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, I saw that there's a. Do you guys have uh, like a hair salon or something like that, Basin? Yeah. So my yeah, we my wife and I started Wheelhouse Salon uh, a little over seven and a half years ago, and so it's we have three. One's in Birmingham, one's in Huntsville, okay. Alabama, and then one's in Austin, that's Texas. Awesome. So there you go. Oh, yeah. So oh, that's our that's, awesome. that's our hair salon deal. We also have a few other businesses yeah. as well, but. Um, my wife's a hairstylist. She's incredibly talented, and so she's got a great awesome. team. And you know, I'm the business guy, so I help I help run it from a thirty thousand foot. But we've got a great that's team, awesome. and it's it's been awesome. So, um, but yeah, that's that's one of nice. our deals. So my that's question awesome. is, you know, if if Blake shows up in Alabama, he's probably gonna. Do you do any kind of side bang extensions or anything like that? Like <laughs> yeah. he's gonna be looking yeah, like, for like, some kind of. Can you do like? I'm getting I'm losing a leg yeah. here, so I'm going to need some help for getting some extensions for side bangs if you guys do that. I'm, yes. Yeah. Great question. I'm kind of looking for like this look where yeah, it's like yeah. a little yeah. over my eye, like parted a little, but not really part. It's not a hard part. It's just like there it's going go. over my eye. Though. Well, you're going to need a flat eye. Yeah, yeah. You're going to need yeah, a flat eye. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. For sure. And so, I'll have to pull uh, that out. Yeah. We um, To answer your question, Adam, we can't work more. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Emo wasn't created, man. Dude, I just... I gotta look the part, so I guess I gotta shave it then. So I look, try to look harder. Yeah, then yeah, wear, go ahead. Wear, wear your tank top and exactly. some, you know, some basketball shorts. And yep, that's shirt. it. Yeah. Don't go Norma Jean. breed. The drawstring yeah, bag. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been super fun, Johnny. Thanks again for coming on, man. This is great. Yeah, Johnny. Thank, thank you so you much. guys. It's been a privilege. Can't wait to meet you guys. Okay. Yeah, let's hang out when we get there. There'll be plenty opportunities because we're gonna be doing a lot of social stuff. So for sure. Uh, and so, and if you come in on Thursday, we're gonna have some fun stuff planned too. So we're in, we're in Thursday. I think my my flight gets in the afternoon. We'll be there. Yeah. Sure. So if you, if you guys can, and if you need anything from here uh, until then, let Perfect. me know. Appreciate you, man. Awesome. Same, same. Thanks way. for all if you're doing, brother. We do. really appreciate it. We're stoked. Yeah, I know you're like a public servant. Wow. People look at <laughs> like a business. You are the Lord's work, man. Doing the Lord's work. 
I'm going to need for you guys to tell that to my wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, we'll put in a good word. Not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah, Letter of recommendation. Cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, thanks, sure. brother. Really uh, appreciate you, man. Thank you for listening to Back in the Cool Day.